that all I need life. I just love the skating and the scene. Rain, rain, go away. All I need is a skateboard today. Board today. This is the Shetler Show featuring professional skateboarder, podcaster, and All I Need Skate founder, Anthony Shetler. So everyone was, it was hot. Everyone was doing it. Yeah, they're looking for their dad's fucking metal skateboards in the garage. Yeah, like, exactly. Get yeah. on this thing. <laughs> Each episode brings you amazing discussions with interesting people from all walks of life. Kind of when skateboarding clicked for me and you learn some tricks or whatever and you get that appreciation from your peers, you know, the other skaters are like, holy shit, like, yeah, dude, that's rad. Admiration. Yeah, yeah the admiration or the, the affirmation. Real. Recognize real. If I didn't experience those crazy moments in my life, then these great moments would never be as great as they have been. Honestly, like for me, I just loved it. Like I saw those dudes, I saw those videos, and I was like, holy fuck, this is sick. Yeah. This is what I want to do. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. And as always, each and every episode is brought to you by All I Need Skateboarding. If you love artwork, if you love skate teams, videos, podcasting, skateboards, apparel, then please check out allineedskate.com. That's the hub. We also have our online skate shop, and that's where we post all of our creations and content. So yeah, please check that out. That would be epic. And feel free to give me any feedback on my social media, at Anthony Shetler, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I love hearing back from you guys. It helps make this show better. So I appreciate all the feedback, positive uh, reinforcement, and uh, even if you got some opinions or cool ideas. Some of my best ideas for the show have come from people like you that just write in or hit me up, DM on the Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. So... But uh, it means a lot to me. So thank you guys for everything. Our guest today is my good friend Nick Govatos. And uh, he's a young man who is training dogs and shredding his ass off, man. He fucking shreds. I'd love to see him with a pro board one day. That would be epic. Um, but for now, get to meet Nick Govatos. Alright, so that's going. I think we're good, dude. Nick. Fuck yeah. How's it going today, man? Dude, good. It's fucking... It's been a good day. Yeah? What time do you wake up, roughly? Like 6 a.m. every day. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Damn, good good for you, good for you. I'm a, I'm a early guy. The dogs, they pretty much get us up, and my girl wakes up at like like 5.30. Nice. And so, you know, I usually wake up with her just to try and get some, some time in with her before she goes to work, and then kick it with the dogs. Nice. Solid. Well, I had two first questions for you. We'll start with this one. What was your first dog? My first dog. Yeah. Was uh, a cocker spaniel named Dookie. Nice. <laughs> yeah, dude. He, uh, my dad, he, he's been in like the music business, and he worked with like Green Day on that album Dookie. Oh, sick. And so he named our cocker spaniel after it. What'd your What'd your dad do? What was he doing? He's like. 
He's basically like the dude that when bands come to town, he brings around all their radio station meetings and makes sure like they get all the stuff they need while they're in town and shit. That's pretty sick. That's like an epic situation to be in. Yeah, he, he's got a dope job. He's been doing it for like, like 30 years. Wild. So he's he's working with like everybody. He's got he's got some sweet music stories. <laughs> nice. Is uh hey just real quick is Mike? Can you see me? Am I working? Yeah, I can see you. Okay, word. Yeah, on my side it was frozen, but you're you're looking chill. Word. Yeah, you're like a little um, what's the word like skippy, but it don't bother me. Yeah, cool. Long as the audio sounds good. Yeah. Nice. So that's sick. You named your dog Dookie, or he did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was too young to, to name the dog. I would have named him. I mean, Dookie's kind of a weird name, but kids always name dogs the stupidest shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Dookie was cool, man. He was this little munchkin cocker spaniel, and he ended up having, like, one eye, and he was this, like, funky-looking one-eyed cocker spaniel dog. What happened to his eye? He got glaucoma, and then they just took it out, and... We said he looked way cooler with just, like, a so-shut eye. (laughs) (laughs) Glaucoma. I'm not a doctor, but isn't weed good for glaucoma? Maybe. Yeah, well, now they give, like, CBD stuff to dogs. No shit. They've been, like, trying it out. They actually saw at the pet store the other day, there's, like, a little aisle for, like, CBD for dogs, basically. (laughs) That's crazy. It's wild, yeah. (laughs) So, like, maybe back then, if, if weed was, was much more illegal, we could have hooked the dog up and helped him out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what, alright, so, what got you into dogs? Because for those people listening, like, that's like your job right now. You, you chose to work in, with dogs, huh? Yeah. It's, it's pretty much my entire life, man. So, like, since the first dog we ever had, it's been, it's like skateboarding and dogs. Like, you know, I, I've liked dogs longer than I've even been skateboarding, so that goes, that goes way back. And yeah. Then, uh, you know, I saved up to buy, like, our, my, my first reel with my dog. When I was, you know, like 12, I got a lab, and then I started rescuing dogs, and then I've just, like, always had dogs since then. Yeah. And I randomly, I got a job at a doggy daycare off Craigslist, like, eight years ago. And I started working there, which is like, oh my god, this is this is fucking awesome. Like, I was like, if I could do this my entire life, that'd be so cool. Hell yeah. And then, yeah, and then I just, I was a couple years later, I decided to branch off, which is like, got to start my own business. And then from there, it just it just took off, man. And and now uh, Michelle and I are actually, uh, for those who don't know, Michelle's my fiance. Uh, nice, good for you. Yeah, thanks. Uh, she's. Uh, we're actually buying a doggy daycare, so like in two months, hopefully in August we start, we'll actually have like a facility for all the dogs to come and play in like doggy dreamland pretty much. Dude, that's wild. Well, so today we had dog lessons for Emma, for my dog. That was sick. Yeah, it was so funny, dude, we had this moment because like my girl's been trying to get my dog to lay down. And, like, Emma will not fucking listen. But this this uh, trainer came, and she was like, lay down, and she just waited her out. Like, waited Emma out. Didn't even keep saying it. Just said, lay down once, and, like, waited, like, a minute or two. And then Emma decided to give up and lay down. It was like... That's so funny. We didn't even know she knew the command, you know? Like... <laughs> He's probably just been stubborn this whole time. He's like, I'm not gonna listen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny, man. Yeah, it's it's honestly it's all about like showing them. You're like, I'm gonna just wait. You know, like I 
I'll keep our lab is the stubborn one. And so I'll sit there and I'm like, dude, we're not. He'll sit there and he'll like, for example, he'll put his front paws up on the back of the car and look at me. He's like, hey, are you gonna lift me up? I'm, like, oh, I'm not gonna lift you up. Like he literally will do that. Like look back and he's like, dude, you gonna help me? And then I'll just sit there for 15 minutes if I have to until he like realizes, like, oh, okay, and I'll jump in. <laughs> They're just lazy, bro. Dude, for real. Like, I mean, they'll take advantage of you the second they can, man. Yeah. Like, my girl's the one who feeds the dogs, like, people food and stuff. <laughs> so, they, so they know to kind of go over to her, and they're, they're like, hey, so you want to give me some of your dinner? <laughs> nice. Yeah, my lady's the same way. She gives them the treats, so they, they go. <laughs> yeah, man, they know who to push around and, and who's, who to listen to. It's We actually we just started Ragnar, a wolfhound, on, uh, on doggy obedience training, and He's doing okay, but he totally hates it. You can tell, you can see in his face, he's, he hates it so much. Yeah. Yeah, that's how Elwood is. Elwood just looks at me when he's like, has a trainer, like, making him do stuff for treats, because I don't hold him to the flame, you know? Like, <laughs> if he sits down for like a half a second, I'm like, good boy, here you go. <laughs> yeah, he's like, wait till we get home, dad. I'm like, oh, dude, they sleep in our bed. It's like reckless, bro. They run the house. <laughs> If they're getting better though, we got like the right callers now, and they're like listening a little bit because we're we're kind of doing the work. So <laughs> yeah, it's it's cool when you start seeing real results. You know, it's like at first, like is this really gonna gonna work? And then they start to actually like catch on. Like, oh, this is so cool. You know, it's like the right tools mixed with the right, the right training. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just have the habits and patterns, and if you can just like trick them and. You know, a lot of it's our bad habits, you know, oh, like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like all our bad habits, you know, you don't realize, like, the littlest things, you know, you, you, like, train them to do, like, we, um, we, when, so Ragnar still eats lunch, because he's a puppy, so he eats, like, the three meals a day. Wait, 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 so what's that name, Ragnar? Ragnar, uh, is a, a Viking name. So oh. There's, there's a show on the History Channel called Vikings, and it's gnarly. Nice. It's, it's all like true kind of history stuff about the Vikings and how they like conquered and like it's gnarly. It's yeah. basically like Game of Thrones but for Vikings. Yeah, right? Vikings are like savages, you know? Yeah, and yeah. so the lead the lead Viking, the king of all of them was named Ragnar and he had two wolfhounds. And that was it. Once I saw he had the wolfhounds, I was like, Oh, we're naming him Ragnar <laughs> Like this this dude is fucking insane and, <laughs> and yeah it's just like we gotta name a Ragnar how, how old's Ragnar? he uh he turned 7 months on Tuesday nice that's good any issues with uh, with him? nah he the only issues I mean he's tall enough now to kind of put his face on the counter yeah and, and so he'll just walk up to the counter and kind of just start eating stuff off of it yeah <laughs> that's a privilege when you're that tall oh yeah right <laughs> I'm like, dude, more power to you. I mean, like, I reprimand him for it, but yeah. he can sneak one past me. I'm like, all right, dude, you got it. <laughs> how, so how many dogs do you have? Three. Nice. And does it ever get too much for you? Um, At first, it was pretty wild, you know, because Cillian, he's still kind of a puppy. He's, he's two, so he's a little wild. And then when we got Ragnar, the first few months, you know, when he's like, He's peeing, we're trying to housebreak him, and he's eating things, and it got a little hectic for a while, and now it's kind of, they're all, they found their way in the house, like where they belong, and so it, it's kind of mellowed out, and 
it's it's easier now. <laughs> That's good. Are are there different breeds that are like easier to train and harder to train? Yeah, so like some breeds are more stubborn, like wolfhounds. Yeah. Ragnar is is notoriously stubborn. <laughs> um and, and he's know, a Viking, you know. <laughs> yeah, so he's like, I'm gonna do what I want, and I'm gonna like go pillage, and yeah, oh, he's he's all on that Viking life. <laughs> Hell yeah, Ragnar the killer. <laughs> yeah, but our, our cattle dog, they're like notoriously super smart, and that's gnarly. You know, gnarly. Yeah, gnarly, super out. smart. Did nice. you? Br- just side note, you brought gnarly out on a skate session, and you just brought him up to the stair, like the third stair. You're like, stay. And the whole time yeah. we just skated and gnarly just sat there and chilled. And like workers were coming by and carrying ladders and stuff and you just moved her out of the way and just said, Stay there and she just sat there, watched him walk by and shit. Yeah. <laughs> that was impressive. Dude, thank you. She is like the best skate dog because she it's it's almost like it's uncanny how quickly she learns stuff. Like I swear she knows English. Like yeah. it's it's insane the amount of things I can just tell her to do, and she'll just do them to the point where we go out and skate, and I'm like, okay, you stay here, and you don't move, and she's just totally happy watching the skating, you know, looking at the, the trees, and just taking in the scenery. She's yeah. So rad. Yeah, that's sick, man. That's some fucking control, though, to, or, like, trust, I guess, to just have her chill yeah. right there and, like, do it, and she was so good. It was ridiculous. We've... We did, so she's three now, she's actually almost four, and the first, like, year and a half of her life was, like, constant tests, yeah. you know, because I, I saw that she was so smart, so I was like, alright, like, I'd test her, I'd literally, I would go spend, like, two hours at Starbucks, and I would put her out front, and I'd sit and just drink my coffee, and every time she'd stand up, I'd run out and open the door and be like, hey, like, lay down. <laughs> like where, you know, after like an hour and a half, she's sitting there and she's thinking like, oh my God, you can see every move I make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he's psychic. She, huh? <laughs> you're coming from inside and you're just like, she doesn't know about yeah. the glass. <laughs> and, and so like, you know, we started there and then we go to like busier streets and, you know, we go to like all kinds of places, dude, and just test their limits and to the point where... You know, I feel so comfortable even just skating through Boston, like, downtown with her off the leash, because she will, like, at the snap of a finger will stop and just won't move. Yeah, that's amazing, especially to someone who's just getting their dogs trained now. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, my dogs take advantage of me fully, dude. They run this fucking house. (laughs) (laughs) That's, like, 90% of households, though, you know, like... And, and I wanted her to be, like, a poster child, you know? When, yeah. when clients, like, see her, they're like, oh, my God, I trust this guy. Yeah. And yeah, that makes sense. Good. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah, she's a great poster dog. She's she's incredible. I, like, I want to teach her all kinds of weird shit, like, you know, go to get me drinks in the fridge. Nice. That'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> Did she get open bottles and shit? <laughs> yeah, right? Just, like, small badass opens a bottle <laughs> nice. Do you do you have a Instagram page for your dogs or just your own? So I tried and I got I got lazy because it's it's a lot of work running multiple Instagrams. Yeah. And so I just I I condensed it all into just mine. No, nah, that's <laughs> sick. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Well, all right. So question number two then is uh, what was your first board? Ooh, my first board. And how did you get it, and and where did you get it, and what age, and... Uh, so, let's see, I got it 
think I was like 11 or 12 years old. Um, and it was, it was one of those Nash skateboards, like those Walmart brand. Yeah, I just, I begged my parents. I hated sports. I was like, oh, I hate all these coaches, like telling me what to do. And I had, a, uh, I was basically like, you try all this, the wheel extreme sports, you know, I was trying to ride my bike off a little X Factor ramp. Sick. And like ride my rollerblades all around the house. <laughs> I saw some dude on a skateboard and I just like begged my parents for months and they finally got one. And then, but as you know, those Walmart boards are like just crap. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're a price point. You get what you pay for. Yeah, so it got to the point where it was like falling apart and I left it. I like sneaked behind my dad's friend's truck and like strategically left it so when he backed up and ran it over I was like oh <laughs> I was like I gotta get a real one this thing's crap dude you're <laughs> you're clever like a sheep dog bro <laughs> dude, <right? laughs> that's sick I, I totally totally scammed in, into getting like a, I think the next one was one of those element like wind water fire earth boards nice yeah. I remember those yeah and so I got one of those and that was that was the beginning of the end for me. And do you, what was the? Do you remember the first trucks or wheels you had ever gotten? Um, shit. Probably, oh. I'm gonna guess. You know, like I've been riding Spitfires and Indies since day one. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go with. You know, I was probably just went to the skate shop and steered us in the direction of that stuff. Nice. That's sick. Is that what you ride now? So you still yeah. ride? Sick. Solid. Still forever. I've never switched. <laughs> That's sick. Yeah, I've been riding Thunders for like forever long 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 time you know well, it's like when it works it works you know it's like why there's no reason to change you know you got no need yeah it all works you know and, and everyone's like oh they got these like hollow light whatever and i'm like nope give me those heavy indies <laughs> <laughs> you know like i'm used to it that's it like i'm gonna stick with it <laughs> yeah familiar <laughs> exactly i think the only thing i've ever switched up was like I moved to like the um, the flat cut Spitfires, you know, like they're more square, so you can lock in the rails and stuff. Yeah, those things are badass. I've ridden. I, I like to ride Spitfire or Autobahn. I like Autobahn. Yeah, yeah. Excuse I've me. Heard, um, heard yeah, there's a few brands like wheel brands that I like, but I've just ridden Thunder for so long. Yeah, Thunder's tight. It's it's funny. Thunders and Indies. I always feel like have rivaled each other with being like really, really good trucks, and everything is kind of just like, yeah. underneath them. Yeah, they've just been at it for so long, and like you can, yeah. skaters are involved. It's fucking sick. Right. <clears throat> What'd your parents think of skateboarding? Were they cool? Uh, not really. So like at first, my mom she kind of still hates it because <laughs> she hates seeing me fall. Um, you know, she likes the whole, like, at first, it was just kind of like a thing. Obviously, mom didn't really get it. My dad, because of the whole music thing, yeah, he was just like, all right, like, make it work, like, follow your dreams. And so my dad was always, like, super stoked on skating, like, took me up to the X Games when I was a kid and stuff. And Damn. Yeah, he's, he, he actually flew, uh, my, my buddy and I out to that Rob Deerdeck skate plaza in Ohio. Really? I've been there. Yeah. I was like 17 or like 16 and he, he flew us out and was just like, we're going to go like, 
you know, we'd heard about it and it was epic, and yeah, he's he's backed it since day one. That's sick. That's fucking yeah. rad. Hold yeah, hold, hold on real quick. All right. Yeah. All right. Sorry. I'm just gonna fix something real quick so we have a better connection. Sorry. No worries. If I can uh, move it real quick. Let me see. This will help us. <laughs> Sometimes it breaks up, you know, and you gotta uh, switch it up. Yeah. Let's see if this works, though. Goddamn technology. Yeah, it's not a perfect science. <laughs> oh, shit. It's still kind of the same, but you can hear me, right? Yeah, I can hear you. Alright, good. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, shit's getting crazy on my side. Technical difficulties, people. <laughs> Let me see. I'm gonna try and fix it though, so we're good. Open How do I do the? Maybe this ain't the time though. It's not gonna work right now. That's all right. We're still recording though. We're good. Cool, cool. I can hear you just fine. So. Hell yeah, that's awesome. So your mom, she just didn't like the like eating shit factor, right? Yeah, that was pretty. Like he. She's been, like, super down, you know, when I, I, like, moved out to California for a long time and did, like, skating out there, and she, she backed it, you know, she hated that I was, you know, everyone reaches that, like, broke skateboarder, you're, like, couch surfing, and then she's, like, she's, like, I just, you know, I feel so bad, like, I want you to, you know, and, you know, she's, she just, uh, didn't, didn't, like, see skateboarding being, like, something for somebody to do as, like, a like a career, I guess you would say. Yeah, well, especially especially on the East Coast, I guess, right? Yeah, you know, people here, dude, they don't they don't even see it as you know anything older than like if you're 25 and you're skating, they're like, what are you still doing doing that? <laughs> We're like in LA, you know, it's is everyone into their 60s is skating, you know, and it's just it's so much more of a thing out there, man. It was so surreal. Why'd you yeah, end up going out west? Huh? Why'd you end up going out west? Skating. I, yeah, I, like, bounced around from community college to community college when I was, like, 19, 20, and I was just, it wasn't for me, and I wanted to try and, and do the skating thing, and I think I was riding for, like, iPath Flow at the time, and and they were like, yeah, you should come out to California and, and like, you know, come out and skate, whatever, and I was just like, you know what? It's like, yeah, I'm going to do that, and saved up some money and just drove straight up. Hell it was yeah. actually with, uh, you know, Gavin Nolan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I drove out with him. That's <laughs> sick. Hell yeah, you two were on it, dude. Yeah, dude, we, like, barely knew each other. It was like, we were actually, we had a mutual friend that was supposed to go with us, and he bailed, and the two of us were like, yo, we're going. <sighs> like, we're still going. And it was like, we had skated, like, a couple of times, you know, here and there, and we were just like, screw it. We're taking three days and just drive straight out to California. Where did you end up? Uh, first we ended up unsuspectingly in West Hollywood. Nice. Which, it was like... You can get in oh, trouble there. Yeah, and then, uh... <laughs> <laughs> it was interesting there. And then we, we went, we met lasted maybe like a month, and then we parted ways. I went to downtown, ended up at like one of those, you know, studio apartments in downtown LA and just started trying to meet people from there and make homies to skate. Did you have a job? Um, yeah, so I found the sickest job. So I ended up finding, it was a 24-hour cafe in downtown, and so I would do deliveries from 9 p.m. to 5 a.m. 
Nice. I'd sleep till noon, and then I'd skate all day. <laughs> Sick. That's like a good setup. Yeah, it was the best setup. You know, you get, like, cash and deliveries to spend. You know, I get to skate all day. And when I have a day off, I basically get, like, a day and a half to go skate. So it was it was, it was perfect for, you know, being just wanting to skate. You know, it's just like, that's all I want to do, skate every day. And, and that was it. Yeah, it was pretty sick. I did that for, like, three and a half years. That's sick. So how old were you for those years? What do you say, like, 20? Well, how old were you? It's like, I'm 28, so it was, it was like 20, 2021 to 24, and then I moved back here, you know, like, between when I was 24 and 25. And you, you were getting flowed from, uh, iPath, anybody else? Yeah, so I, I, uh, I rode for iPath for a little bit, I like, was back and forth, you know, I, I got shoes from, from Vans for a minute. Uh, it was like just like a rep flow type of thing, and then nice. Um, let's see, I got stuff from like stereo for like just a minute. That's sick. And, yeah, and then it was funny back on iPath when they like they like revamped. You know, I think like Manny Santiago had gotten on for like a little bit. I remember. And yeah, and I, it, I got back on, and then they went belly up again. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, dude, how does that happen, like, multiple times, you know? Like, <laughs> tough, tough, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude, so, like... The whole shoe like, thing's crazy anyways, like, in general, yeah. it's just been going through a huge shift, you know? Dude, for real. Um, but yeah, I, like, you know, I rode for, like, Satori Wheels for a little while. Nice, Susky used to ride for them, or he still might. Dude, they're tight. Satori made some good wheels, man. I like them. Yeah, I've skated some before. I like them, too. They actually did some demos out here when I was really little. They did some at, um, Livesey. Did you go to that park with us? No, you left early that day we skated, yeah, right? Yeah, I left early. Yeah, that park that I took us to, they did a demo there way back in the day. It was sick. <laughs> I think it was, it's like, sick. Matt Fields and Matt Pales and, like, I think it was yeah. a Satori team, dude. <laughs> dude, it's like Satori and Creation Skateboards. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about yeah. Creation. That's funny. Dude, um... But yeah, I spent most of my time out there, honestly, just like, most, I'd say like 95% of my homies were like am, or like flow for something, and so I would just get stuff from them. Nice. I'd like, let homies crash at the crib, in like, exchange for like, boards, or wheels, or shoes, or whatever. Yeah, that's the and move, like, it's like currency. Yeah. Huh? It's currency, it's a good move. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> you know, it's just like, we would just trade stuff like that, it ended up being, you know, like, We'd be in, like, a studio apartment with six dudes, you know, and we'd all just be, like, you know, bartering, you know, stuff for, like, the couch. Like, who wants to sleep on the couch? <laughs> right, well, like, put me up somewhere. <laughs> you know, like, Sick. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was that. We had a good, good system going. When I, when I rode for Birdhouse, it was me, Brandon Westgate, John Goman, Matt Ball, and we all lived, and my homie Seamus. That's sick. Yeah, and we all lived in this apartment in Long Beach, uh, right near 2nd Street. It was Temple, actually. And uh, they paid the bills, so we didn't have to worry about that. But we had to, like, section off the apartment. Like, there wasn't enough room, so we had, like, yeah. we took the living room and, like, tented it off. Or, like, <laughs> someone had a room there, and, like, it was so ghetto. But it was sick. We're all skate. Like you said, you're, like, 20 to 25, and you're just yeah. nothing to do but skate and have good times. That's the life, dude. I ended up... Um, for a little while we lived in East LA and we had this, it was 
duplex, and we had the top two three-bedroom apartments, and so we'd keep the doors open. We'd have, like, two dudes in each room, so there's two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve. Wow. And then there'd be, like, a dude in the couch. <laughs> so it would be, at any given time, like, ten to fifteen people, all skaters, <laughs> in this, like, massive skate house. <laughs> it was- Dude, it was so gnarly, dude. Nobody washed the toilet once. (laughs) (laughs) It was the gnarliest place ever. (laughs) Like, and it's crazy. Like, you know, you just, at that age, you're just down for, to live like that, you know? And like, no, no dish would ever be washed, you know? And like, for some, somehow, there are never anyone's dishes, but the dish, like, the sink's always full, you know, and everyone's like, oh, there's <laughs> It's true. It's true. Dude, yeah, fucking skate houses, man. Dude, like, Timmy, Timmy used to go to one in Long Beach called Slime House. That was its name, dude. It's pretty legendary. Disgustingly legendary. <laughs> That's gnarly. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I, I ran into him a couple of times out there, actually. It's funny, you, like... Living out there, dude, you just meet so many people. Yeah, he's right in that area, too, that's why. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It it was a gnarly experience. Yeah, you enjoyed it? Huh? You enjoyed it? Dude, I loved it. To to be able to spend, you know, like, your early 20s just having a blast and, like, living in sunny California with all your friends. and Dude, you, like, you don't realize until you move there how center of the skate world it is like all of a sudden you know it's it's saturday and you know one of your homies calls you up and they're like hey it's like battle of the bears finals like yeah. i can get us in and you end up like going and there's free tacos and free you know alcohol and you're like how is this you know how did i live my whole life not knowing stuff like this like existed you know yeah, or, yeah. like skate premieres you go and you know like we went to the pretty sweet premiere and you just go there and wait in line, and eventually, you know, at the end, they're like, hey, we got, like, 50 extra tickets, and you just you just get into this premiere, whereas, like, as a kid living here in Boston, you know, you would hear about it, you'd read about it in Thrasher, yeah. you'd see it on the websites, and it's this, like, far away, untouchable... Like magical world. I feel, to be to be fair, I feel like it was because like nowadays though, with like the internet and like how much people are doing like skateboarding now. Yeah. Like for for real, when I was coming up, it was the same exact way. It was like it had been there longer and developed longer, so more people were used to it, you know. But now it's starting to seem like if people are just hyped and amped, they can build skate community wherever and do it. You know, we That's still have true. to deal with weather, but like. People do open up indoor skate parks and shit, you know, so... That's true. I mean, it, yeah, it is It is getting much more popular in all, like, the different areas. Like, New York has, like, a really dope, like, skate scene now, and it's starting to, like, pop up here in Massachusetts and stuff. So yeah, Boston, is. Providence, like... I mean, yeah. there's tons of skateboarders here. The city's obviously our mecca, too, but, like, I don't know. But, that, but I agree, it was like that. Like, out in California, it's like... Yeah it's been there for so long that there's like generation of people that have figured out how to build skateboarding into their life and work with each other. You know what I mean? Like you see it, you're like, Whoa, these it's, it was able to do that. Like we started this off by kind of being like, yeah, it's kind of old fashioned way. Like out here, it's like, just get a job or whatever. People are so blue collar, you know, like when I was, dude, when I was coming up and I was like, I want to be a pro skateboarder. They just like, 
thought I was insane, dude. They're like, how yeah. could you like, do what it? What is that? How do you make money? You yeah. know, what do you- <laughs> I was like, I don't care. We'll figure it out. Like, we'll work. Yeah. We'll figure it out. <laughs> I never, like, wanted to be a pro skateboarder to escape work. So I was just like, yeah. no matter what, like, you always can work and, like, make things work. Figure it out. Make it work. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, for sure. It's like, and a lot of people, I feel like that, like, scares them. You know, people who don't skate, like, you're just gonna, you're just gonna, like, take the leap of faith. And just like skate and just figure it out. You're like, yeah, like I'll figure it out. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just you know, you you make shit work. You know, you you figure it out and you find ways to skate. You know, it's it's like you. A lot of people too. Like a lot of people don't make money off of skating, but it's like skating is your priority. Like I was saying when I was working the nine like nine p.m. to five a.m. job, I was like. I just work so that I can skate, you know, like by any means. Like, yeah, yeah. Like this is gonna. It's like it it's literally like you're like I just gotta pay my bills so I can't stress about that so I can feel like I'm in a good mood so I can just go skate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and, and you're like the bills are like just the ne- they're in the way from you having to skate. <laughs> Dude, for real, like, like why do I? You, you try like I can cut half of these bills, you know, like yeah. why am I? Even doing this you know i just want to skate yeah and and yeah it's it's uh we get caught up in in having things you know and it's like you don't need to have that much if you want to just skate yeah yeah you can get down to the bare necessities and just fucking have a blast (laughs) yeah dude like so many dudes in in la like just live on couches you know you just you just maybe toss the homie a little bit for rent each month and other than that, pay your cell phone bill and everything else goes to skating. Yeah, <laughs> sick. And uh, what? So, what made you want to come home though? Um, so I was there. I was there a while, and I started to like. I don't know. I was I was kind of missing Boston. You know, I'd, I'd only come home like once a year for Christmas, and you know, I miss my family a little bit because my entire family's here, and and so I. I got to the point where I, you know, I filmed a few video parts out there, and I was, I was like happy with how things were going. And I was like, you know what? Like, I, I did exactly what I wanted to do. You know, I like lived the dream I wanted to have for, you know, most of my early twenties, and I was really satisfied with how awesome like those years went. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna move home. Like, you know, where it's, it's kind of like. I don't know, wherever you move, like, home is home, you know? And so it's like, you feel like you're always going to go back. Yeah. And so, you know, I just, I felt like I would go home and, and have those memories, you know, rather than kind of stay and, and it possibly, you know, take a turn. I was like, it, everything's been so awesome. I was like, I'm just going to go home and, and figure things out. So I started to get to, like, 24, and I was like, all right, you know, I can't be, like, a food delivery guy, like, forever yeah. you know want to figure something out so I, I came home and it was like a like a reset button I, I you know I stayed with my dad for a little while until I figured things out and then and then fell into the dog thing and then it was you know happily ever after from there <laughs> yeah that's sick it's good you have a work ethic yeah dude I I've always like needed to work you know I like I just I'm a I'm a grinder man like I've I've had some crazy shitty jobs you know I've worked in factories and you know 7-Elevens and all kinds of weird random jobs just to you know like just to get what I want you know like mostly just to skate 
Yeah. Uh, and this is the first time that I actually had a job where it's like my other passion. Yeah. You know, it wasn't, now I'm, I'm trying to like share the passions rather than being like, okay, I'm just gonna work whatever job it takes so that I can do one passion. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm fortunate. I'm very lucky, you know, cause most people, like, I feel like skateboarders are all like pretty lucky in a sense because we have something that we love so much and most people don't have anything that they love that much. Sometimes you know, they like, just, sometimes they just like, uh, buy a bunch of stuff and consume or watch it and like get taken away yeah. in other people's stories and narratives. At least with skating, it holds you honest to like your own feelings and emotions. Like you have to be present in a moment, passionate about something, yeah. you know, like it keeps you, uh, centered, you know? Oh, for sure, man. It's and the average person, like you were just going to say, right? Like, some people just have to work, and they never found that, which is strange. That's why I'm yeah. so stoked if someone finds skating, right? Dude, it's it's like, you know, when you find that thing that you really love, like, you know, never let it go. Because, you know, like you said, people just, you know, they're like, well, all right, let me do something that I don't actually, like, you know, I don't hate. Mm. You know, and then people just kind of kind of keep going through the motions and... You know, they just work a job they don't mind and go home and, you know, just the whole hamster on a spinning wheel kind of thing. Yeah, you know? people people get trapped, you know? It's crazy. Like, some people get told to, like, they listen to other people instead of find their own way. And those other people send them off to, like, war or college or something. And, like, sometimes it works out. Sometimes it's, like, they're repressed because they wanted to do it themselves. Like, there's all types of traps for sure. Skating definitely is a good, like, compass for, for me because, like, you just keep skating and you know like you're physically doing something and it's good for you and you're creative and you're you know like all the blessings that skating yeah. has you know so it keeps you like focused sort of on something which is hard oh, to do sure. nowadays right huh? it's hard to focus on shit nowadays Dude, right oh for real man <laughs> like skating's been like one of the only things in my life i've ever been able to just like focus in on you're like all right you know no well that's the dogs too because i noticed that the dogs is like you can like kind of focus with the dog and train it and like you have to be very present with the dogs you know oh for sure it's like it's funny because i always loved dogs but like i never never thought about it as as like you know uh doing it more than just like you know petting the average dog you see on the street, you know? <laughs> and, and then, you know, I started to kind of focus in on it. I was like, oh, man, like, I could do so much with this. And, you know, I almost, like, treated it like skating, where I was just, you know, like, you know, you just try a trick over and over and over and over again, and, like, you finally get it. And that's that's what we've been doing with this daycare. We've been trying to open it for, like, almost 18 months. Yeah. And it's been, we had, like, you know, we, we tried like place after place and we've been turned down left and right we tried to buy one and like they backed out and you know you're just like I'm just gonna keep going like I'll keep pushing and pushing and pushing and trying this yeah. this life trick so to speak <laughs> <laughs> yeah and if it was easy like if it was too easy you wouldn't even it wouldn't feel as good or as rewarding and everyone would have it yeah. you know everyone could do it if it was too easy I guess <laughs> exactly and like I mean skating dude, skating teaches you to just like, you just, if you want something, man, you just keep trying it. Yeah. You, just, you know, you just keep going and going, and, like, eventually, like, you'll get it. You, you might be battered and bruised, and you might have to go back 16 different times, and, <laughs> you know? But, like, it totally, 
it totally teaches you all kinds of rad life lessons that you don't realize until you have to use them, you know? Yeah, yeah. Perseverance, for sure. Like, it's oh, f- yeah. so funny when you're learning a fucking, like, learning a kickflip and you're just, like, trying to figure out how to get your ankle to work and how to pop it and the timing and how to keep your balance and all that stuff. And then you get one and it's, like, the ugliest thing ever, so you're still not satisfied. You're, you're excited. You're like, this is amazing. But you're like, it didn't look good. And then you're like, you got to polish that turd until you, like, it, it ends up being, like, how you envision you could do it. You yeah. know? Like, <laughs> It's like, yeah, then you just are never satisfied. It's like another trick or some other fucking way. Right. Go to the next one, you're like, oh, okay, cool, that's over with. I'll go to the next one. Yeah. But, yeah, it's definitely, like, good habits for life because you're learning to stick with something and not give up and just, like, keep going. It's like good things take fucking time to form and become, you know? Like. Yeah. I believe that about our lives, you know? Like, we just got to take time to, you know, get better and and learn and grow, you know? Like, that's... It's hard to do, you know? We have so many ro- so many pitfalls to fall into, especially in this country. Like, there's so many ways to get sidetracked or in debt or in jail or... There's so many fucking pitfalls out there. Like, it's like they're setting them up for profit to trap you, man. Who knows? <laughs> I know, right? It's Terrifying. Like you can, your life can take so many pathways, you know, in like an instant. You can make one choice that, that changes everything. Yeah. You know, and it's... It's uh, it's pretty wild. And the wolves are out there, dude. The wolves are out there. Like, like people get locked up for smoking marijuana still, and like yeah. things like that. You're like, or like people fucking sell you some shit that's not good for you, but like they look past it and it becomes like fine, and they have lobbying money and all this stuff. It's like there's like you know, with freedom comes like you gotta be careful, you know. So like, like I was saying, that's the pitfalls. I'm like, life is hard enough. Like you're gonna lose loved ones. You're gonna have to like keep learning, growing, take your foot out of your mouth every fucking six months or something horrible. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like that's the growing process. Is life is hard and you have to like shed your weight and try to get better and yeah. it's like a process. It's kind of like a learning a trick sort of, you know, like or right. just not like, giving up. I feel like a lot of people don't realize like you have to remember like life is so long you know it's like when you're 21 (laughs) and you know you can't you can't get the the whatever that you want and you think life is over and you're like this is the end and (laughs) you know you're like man you got you got another like 60 70 years you know you can you can take your time you know people want to like rush things and get to where they want to be and it's it's like you just take your time, man. Like, you yeah. get there. <laughs> yeah. Long. yeah. Yeah, yeah. You got a long time to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's, hard, it's hard to remember that, you know, like, um, because you get caught up in your... We get our animals. We're fucking dogs, basically. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> then we're just, just savages. Yeah, and then on top <laughs> of that, like, eat, sometimes I eat, like, shit, or I just then... I run myself tired, and then I, like, revert back to... Lazy Anthony or something, you know? Like, yeah. It's hard to remember to stay motivated. You gotta, like, have reminders, for sure. Right. Or good people yeah. around you that are trying. And I always love people that try, like, try to get better or try to progress or try to do good. Like, I love when people apply effort, you know? Yeah, so, oh, for sure. Like, like Michelle will wake up, you know, twice a week she'll wake up at 5 a.m. and go to some crazy boxing class. Nice. And, and dude, it's, it's, like, the most admirable thing, you know, where... <laughs> She wakes up at the crack of dawn, goes out there, runs around the block. She's, like, punching shit and stuff. <laughs> Sick. Man. Like, oh, thank God I have skating because if I had to, like, work out like that and do that kind of stuff, like, oh, my God. I don't know if I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> but, 
seeing that kind of like um, work ethic and like and stuff like that with people and that they want to make themselves better and and you know and actually like do better and eat better and all that kind of stuff is 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 really cool to see. Yeah, yeah. It just takes daily reminders. It's like definitely when you're young, you're like more. We tend to be more emotional and like when I was younger, I had tons of like issues just from how I grew up and shit that I was just, I needed therapy basically and, and uh, lots of it and so like trying to center myself in a crazy world and then just like still try to build yourself at the same time and like allow yourself to grow like that's a hard one yeah, for yeah. people hard one for people is to let go of stuff like let go of themselves like who they were and try to embrace like being now like being now and then building towards the future you know like tough process dude uh, yeah. it's hard it's super hard you know but like tough. <laughs> yeah you need reminders and good conversation helps like you meet other people and like you get to like kind of see reflections of yourself which is cool yeah talking to people is always fun you know you get to like see someone's perspective because you know everyone's got a different perspective it's funny like it's this is super weird but every once in a while i'm driving you know and you look at all the cars and you're like, man, like there's a life in each one of those. Like each of these people has their own life with family tree and they have all their priorities and all this stuff. And it's, it's like, you forget that we all have our stories and it's like, it's really fun to learn people's stories and see what they've been through and, you know, what brings people together and what separates us. And, yeah. You know, it's, it's always kind of fun. That's so really I, sick. I always like that that skaters and homeless people kind of like we end up you know at the same places and like you know and you start talking to them and you're like man like what are you all about you know like what's <laughs> what's, what's your life been like you know and they're definitely from, characters every homeless person I've ever met that like yeah. hung out at a skate spot with us was a character and a half <laughs> oh for sure and like some of them they got good stories you know you you never know some dude. You know, they're not all, like, drug addicts and, you know, crazy people. It's just some people, you know, don't mind being homeless. Or, like, their life took a weird turn and now they're here. You yeah, know? yeah. You never know. And so it's it's fun here in, like, you know, especially, you know, in L.A., there's so many. And the weather, and, the weather there, you could just, it's not, yeah. like, East Coast, you know? Like, in the East Coast, winters get super gnarly, so you're, like, got to get a game plan going or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, you got to respect. Honestly, someone who is able to, like, be homeless in, like, Massachusetts. Yeah. You yeah. know, because for those guys to to live through the winter and, and shit is just, like, it's gnarly, dude. Yeah. You know? I know. I've heard... I'm sorry, but I've heard, like, they... Some of them, like, save up money to go down south and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> bus ride. <laughs> That's gnarly. Yeah. Crazy. But I don't know, dude. Rough. Like, if you could save money, like... Why don't you like get a home? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not that easy. Not that easy. It's usually yeah. It's usually like I can relate to that totally. I'm like yeah. Sometimes you just have bad patterns or bad thoughts. Like some people are trapped in like, dude. My mom was one of those people. Like she had a hard time. So much of her upbringing and her development was like so fucked up, and she was lost in like. Her emotions got so fucking wired at such a young age that she had these patterns built, and then like there's enablers around and they just carry it on into adulthood and then you're almost self-sabotaging even though you're like you were a victim but now you're keeping yourself a victim like i've seen that happen too you know where i was just like that's like you you know we got to remember that we could be like 
our minds could trap us any which way too, you know? It's crazy. Yeah. Dude, today you're tripping me out because I'm starting to think about technology and all the stuff and it's just like crazy, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, crazy. Yeah. That's why you need, that's why we need, that's why I think like work is good too because like you work and you kind of like, I feel like we all kind of owe a certain level of work because life doesn't yeah. go by itself and you got to like, people got to put in work to make it go, you know? It's like, oh, for sure. if everyone just put their feet up, like, nothing's going to get done, you know? So, like, if everybody owes a certain amount of work and does it and carries it and then, like, keeps growing and building, like, that's a good thing, you know? Maybe at oh, best, sure. like, you were talking about that earlier, like, maybe at best you work your way to the point where you have enough skills that you can work on things you're passionate about, you know? You've figured yeah. it out, you know? Like, that'd be a dream come true, right? Oh, absolutely. It's, yeah, and, like, people always, you know, you kind of forget that, the the world is is you know a, a balance of everyone helps you know in, in some weird way like you never know like no, yeah. you know, the guy the guy delivering packages might be like delivering something like super important to the next house you know or the the guy that like does the garbage like if he didn't do his job yeah. like all our garbage would be all over the place you know and it's it's like you know, all the jobs that there are, like, it's it's good for people to, to like, you know, have a job and, and find a sense of purpose and, you know, because that's what we're all just trying to find, you know, is, yeah. is like, where you fit in the world and, and what you do and, you know, your your footprint on everything and, and so it's, yeah, the world's a crazy place, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're in a world, bro. It's like uh, we're connected, definitely. And I believe I believe that everyone can have an impact because you see people have negative impacts and they're not even aware of that. And you're like, dude, you're so out of control. or are not even aware that you're impacting the world for the worst, you know? Or maybe they are even worse. That's like nihilism, you know? Like yeah. people are just like they're doing damage for pleasure, you know? Like for the sake of it. <laughs> dude, no, that's, that's wild. Or destruction, like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like just evil people. Do you like uh? Do you like um? Any movies? What type of movies do you like? Oh man, I like all kinds of movies, but most top of three. Movies, give me, give me one of your top threes. So top three would be uh, one of them would be Inside Man. What's that? It's a movie about the perfect bank robbery. Nice. That sounds sick. Yeah. <laughs> I like the ones that make you think. You know, you're yeah. like you're thinking one way, and all of a sudden it like twists around. This one, so like Denzel Washington was the, he's the hostage negotiator. Nice. And and it's just like the whole movie, you're thinking one way and you're like, oh my God, I have it figured out. And then like things happen and you're like, holy crap, I had no idea what was happening. Yeah, like and a psychological like, thriller. Yeah, and at the end you're just like, what the fuck? Like, oh my God. <laughs> it, yeah, dude, bank robbery movies, like bank heists and stuff, like, I like that shit. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're going to have to watch you, bro. They're going to see it on your Google searches, like bank robbery. Know, right? <laughs> They're like, all like, oh, we have to watch this guy. He's like... <laughs> Skateboarder dog walker robs bank. JK, JK. <laughs> dude, right? No, like, we, like, my girl and I, we like the weird, like, you know, the, the serial killer movies and shit, like, the yeah. stuff that's just... Like way out there. Yeah, my lady's into like the murder shows and stuff too. Like, like yeah. we've been watching prison shows. I'm like, why? What are we doing? Here? <laughs> Dude, and I'm uh, I'm super into like the Marvel stuff. Like, nice. I'm like a secret like 
comic Marvel nerd. Yeah. And, and so, like, you know, we went to go see Infinity War when it, when it came out. And, like, dude, those movies are just, like, my childhood, you know, brought to life. And that shit, I love that shit. I live for that stuff. That's <laughs> sick. That's sick. I just watched um, a movie I really enjoyed. I'm in the middle of watching it, kind of. I haven't finished. I'm at the end, but um, ready, I think it's Ready Player One. Did you see that? Oh, I've heard about that. I heard it's good. Yeah, it's sick so far, man. It's just, like, the graphics are amazing, and then just the cool storyline, and, like, I don't know. I'm enjoying it. It's crazy. Yeah. But it's kind of, like, superhero-ish, because they're all in, like, a video game world, so you can be all these characters and stuff. It's That's so cool. sick. See, it's movies like that where you're like, that stuff could really happen. Yeah. You know? And so, like, it's kind of cool to watch. <laughs> Yeah. Like, have you ever seen um, that show Black Mirror on Netflix? I've watched them all. They scared every single one. Scared Dude. me. <laughs> You're like, oh my god, that could happen. <laughs> like, what's <laughs> fucking coming? Oh my god. Dude, did you, so mad random. Did you know China is actually doing the social uh, like system where you know, there's the one episode where everyone has like the the point system on their head and you can like rate each other and you know you can't get like you know, mortgage or something if you're, like, a 4.2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. China's actually doing that. Jesus. They, they legitimately just put it into effect where, like, you know, you can't, like, rent a car or even, like, if your score is too low, you can't get on the bus or the train. Is it, you so know? is it, like, a credit score then? It's basically everything you do is put into this crazy weird algorithm to come up with your score. So, like, Things that you buy, things that, you know, like, your your bills, like, how much, like, money you have to spend every month, like, the decisions you make, like, everything that's electronically done wow. is, is China basically is taking and, like, gives you this score. And they, um, they have, like, tons of, like, cameras everywhere. Like, China is big into all that whole, like, big brother type crap. Yeah. And it's, dude, it is, it is freaky weird. China is, is weird. Yeah. There, there, there's some crazies over there. Well, I wonder, it's, it's, it reminds me of America, though. Cause, like, there's cameras everywhere here. Everyone has yeah. phones, and there's companies that are, like, they're doing the point system through, like, social media, and, like, people are doing it, like, making livings and not making livings from it, you know? It's sketchy, man. Like, that, that's where technology gets a little weird. You're like, okay, like, we don't, you don't need it like that much, like yeah. <laughs> you know, like let's let's keep it at a distance to where you know, like that that stuff, like all those Black Mirror uh, shows, like the one with the uh, the robot bees. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that one's terrifying, dude. dude. Like, can we just keep the bees alive? So, like, <laughs> we don't have to do that. Well, dude, did you watch the one with the fucking robot dog that just won't stop? Yeah, dude. dude. <laughs> dude like, I know, I watched all the videos, they freaked me the fuck out. <laughs> it's so sketchy. Dude, with the technology and stuff, you just know. Because, like, what happened with, like, atom bombs and shit? People took them and abused them and, like, weighed them. And, like, countries are at war for that shit. And it's the yeah. same with, like, things nowadays with the technology. It's in, it's fucking artificial life. It's crazy. Dude, for real. And it's, like, so many times we make technology and then don't realize its ramifications until after, like, the, the you know, the, the atom bomb or whatever, the, yeah. the atomic bomb is, like, they drop it, and then they're like, holy shit, like, yeah. let's not do that again. Earth you know? destroyer. <laughs> yeah, Earth destroyer. Yeah, like, you know, we dropped two of them, like, and no one's ever dropped one since, because <sighs> they're like, holy 
fucking shit. That yeah. thing's crazy. Yeah. I feel like we should... Gotta, it, the thing is, to me, is like, I'm like, this shit is all tools. So we got to use it to build people up, not destroy people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's my well, whole like, thing. Like, scares me because they use technology to just destroy for profit, it seems. And it's yeah. like, that's not good. Like, we need to figure a way to use the technology to make ourselves better and yeah. build each other like, up. And like, like, weapons and shit, like, shouldn't be where technology heads, you know? It's... It should go towards, like, all, like, the cool shit, like, yeah. you know, floating cars and, you know, or, like, dude, Or even just more basic, like, just allow people to, like, build industry through social media and the platforms and these yeah. things and allow them to employ their friends and live out their passions and their dreams, like... Dude, our, for all our boards for all I need, most of them are all about army and war because my whole thing is like, dude, if, if we can't find a way to make a living off of our needs, but you guys are spending billions and trillions to destroy people in war, like, yeah. that's such a fucking, like, humans are more important than, than money, you know what I mean? Like, money's oh, just sure. a metal and shit, it's like, humans give it worth, you know, so, it's terrifying, yeah. it's terrifying. <laughs> it is terrifying, man, like, um... Michelle comes from, like, a whole, like, military background. Yeah. And it's just, like, it's gnarly. Um, you know, she, people in the military, man, you got to give them respect because that's, like, going out into war and, like, war is so different now where, like, before, like, World War II, it was very, we have uniforms, you have uniforms. Like, yeah. you're Nazis, you're going to take over the world if we don't. Yeah, like, there was, like, a clear know. enemy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, killed versus evil. Kind of, like, it's kind of like, it's, it's no man's land as far as, like, you go to, like, the Middle East and the dudes you're fighting are wearing the same clothes as the people you're not fighting. And yeah. it's, like, it's so much more complicated now. I, you know, I feel like, you know, guys in the, in the military have it, like, so much, like, gnarlier, whereas there's less of, like, you know... It's before it's like fight the Nazis or else they like take over the world. Yeah. No, no I kinda... I agree. I agree. I, I I like I'm thankful that we like ha like we've come as far as we have. Like this is all yeah. a part of a process for sure. And like all those people like there's a necessity. I know there's like real fucked up evil out there. Like yeah. you see it and you're like there's people out there and there's definitely people playing politics with lives. We see that in our own country, let alone like other countries and like Politics are bigger than human lives at times, you know? So, like, I get the necessity to defend yourself and stuff, but to the point where, like, it's just, like, we got to figure out a way to not have to invest that much into destruction. Yeah. Destruction, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. It's terrifying. But hopefully, hopefully this uh, we can figure this one out, you know? Yeah, oh, for sure. I mean, it's, it's, it's wild. Like, you know, it's... You almost get to the point where, like, you know, ever since... It's been, what, since, like, 2001, we've been kind of back and forth to, like, the Middle East, you know, it's, this point, you kind of don't know of a time where we haven't been just, like, friendly with everyone, we're like, oh, yeah, well, like, the whole world's friends, like, yeah. you know, there's, there's no, like, fighting or attacks or, like, yeah. You know, <laughs> we all gotta figure out how to just be friends. Thank God for, <laughs> hey, thank God for skateboarding, that's like, when I, yeah. when this shit gets too heavy and I'm like, look, this is, like, uh, like that you don't know up from down and I'm out of control is like go skate that'll balance me out yeah. at least you know what I mean I love seeing that cool you know where like people go to other countries and bring skateboards you know and help get 
you know, all these random people in random countries on, on skateboards. I love yeah. that shit. Yeah, yeah. I've been to other countries, dude. I've been to China. I've been to all these other countries, dude. And the common people there, like the majority, are just like average people just trying to get through their day. And they have to deal yeah. with the, the politics of people that are in control. And it's like, that's when you start to realize. Because, dude, go, I, I went to China twice when I was like... Um, on New York and these other places and like it wasn't even developed yet and these people like after a while I just was like you know the first week or two I was like this is strange like I feel like I'm in an alien country you know and like but then after like a week I was like oh these people are making dick jokes like us you know what I mean like and then then I went to another country and I'm like oh yeah like it's just like insane because like and it's cool because they all everyone skates all over the world so it's almost like a universal language you know you see someone skate and you're like Oh, I get it, you know? Like, there's similarities in style and approach and just, like... But I love when you... You're skating with someone who doesn't speak your language, but you still both know kickflip, you know, tray flip, nose grind. Like, you you both can just not speak and be like, kickflip, tail slide. You'd be like, yeah, kickflip, tail slide. You both know exactly what that means. It's universal, you know? Yeah, that's a beautiful moment. That's international relations, yeah. right? <laughs> it's so awesome, man. I went to, I'd never been out of the country before December, and Michelle and I went to um, England, France, and Spain, and we went to Barcelona. Wow. And, dude, I tripped out. I'd never, you know, been, you know, I went to MACBA and stuff, and it was just, like, the most unreal thing, dude. Yeah, it's crazy to see it, because you watch it in all these yeah. videos and magazines before you even get there. Dude, for real, and it, it literally is, like, it's everything you dream of, you know, you go there, and the ground's nice, the ledges are nice, like, everything's so rad, and it's just, like, it's really cool to see the skate scenes in different countries, you know, and the differences of all of them, and... Yeah, it was it was sick, man. Yeah. I love going around the countries and and like just looking at how other people live, you know, and how the different cultures and stuff and yeah, yeah. It, it helps it helps form like a better perspective to things, you know. Like that was one of the blessings of growing up because when I growing up skating and getting to travel was like that was such a blessing for me because dude, I grew up in like a situation where the people around me were unhealthy for me and I wasn't I had nowhere else to go but just like stay there yeah. and try to deal with it. And then, like, being able to travel with skating, it, like, pulled me out of that area. And I felt like I could breathe finally and, like, allow myself to develop a little. And not. And then, like, going to another country, you're like, holy <laughs> shit. Like, these people do it completely different. And this is whole. Yeah. And it just starts forming your perspective because you're like, oh, this is just life. It's not American life or whatever. Like, it's just life. And people do it different ways. And some work and some don't. And, like, more work than we think. And, like... It's just like blows your mind. Like it's so yeah. important. That's such a critical part of growing up is like being able to travel. That's sick. You got out of the country, dude. Yeah, I'm like I, I I'm so stoked that that I did it because I feel like everyone needs to leave their home country to go somewhere else. Like you know, even if it's the next country over, you know, just to you you learn you know so much just about that. Like you know, because when when you never leave where you're from. You just think that everyone's like that, you know, and, and yeah. you can't understand their point of view because you're just, you're like, oh, well, like, life is just like this, right? And you go there and like, holy moly, you know, it's yeah. just, like, everything's different all the way down to, like, the candy bars, you yeah. know? Yeah. You know, you like, you're like, oh, can I get, like, a Snickers? And they're like, nobody even knows what that is, you know? <laughs> like, everything's, everything's changed and it's, it's, it's cool, man. Like, we, um, 
rode a moped all around uh, Barcelona. That's sick. And dangerous. And it, was, it was cool to see, like, the amount of, like, mopeds they had there. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, all these people don't have cars. Like, it's just normal. Yeah, yeah. like the city life, kind of, because they're all in that spot, and you can just scoot around. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah. Yeah, it's trippy. Those things are wild. I feel like people get fucked up on those things. Yeah, and you were so scary. It was terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) I've never ridden one. I kind of like, the the girl renting it to us was like, you know, like, have you done this before? I'm like, yeah, yeah, no problem. Like, whatever. This is... This is cool. I rode a dirt bike one time when I was, like, 11. I got this. <laughs> yeah, right. Here's the keys, bro. <laughs> yeah. I like, see you later. And it just, dude, from there, it, it took a little while to get used to it. But I'm lucky. You know, I'm lucky we weren't because they, they drive on the right side there. Yeah. So, like, I was lucky at least it wasn't on the opposite side. I was, I would have freaked out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It would bug you out. My homie Seamus, when we go on trips, he was the team manager, and he would just be put on the spot to have to drive, and, like, on the other side of the road, he just had to learn. It was like, I got to drive all these dudes around, and, like, <laughs> he was whipping it, though. He learned quick. <laughs> That's so scary, man. Like, I don't know. Just the thought of it freaks me out, you know? <laughs> um, uh, to switch gears up a little bit, I wanted to ask you, are you, um, what are you doing nowadays, skate-wise? Are you, uh, working on a new video part? Yeah, so I, um... Actually, first, what was the last video part you worked on? Jam, with, uh, Tim Savage. Oh, sick. How, how'd that work out? Like, how, Dude, how, how was the process for that? That was, so we, we filmed for, like, two and a half years. Nice. Um, it, for me... That that video part is the video part I'm most proud of. Hell I, yeah, good for you. Like, huh? Good for you. That's awesome. Uh, dude, thank you, man. Yeah, we like we put just so much work into it, and and like you know, it was my my first video part. You know, back in the East Coast, and and you know, Tim's got like all the best spots. Like he's like the spot dude. And Tim, so, Tim, let me say something about Tim. Tim is a fucking maniac in the best way ever. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. He just like is lives and breathes skateboarding and just filming and just insane. Dude, he's so like and like I'm so impressed by his like drive. You, know, you, you show right? up at his house and he's got like a list. He's like, okay, we've got this and this, and like I don't even ask him anymore what spot we're going to. Yeah. You just you trust, and especially because we filmed together so long, and he knows exactly what I can skate and like what I can do and what he can push me to do. Yeah. And. Like, you know, he pushed me to do all kinds of things I never thought I could do. Um, and, like, that video part, we just, we did everything we had planned. And I was just, like, you know, I got to use the song I wanted. And, like, you wow. know, I had never gotten the last part before. And so that was... Heavy. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was really stoked, man. It, it just, it came out exactly how we planned. That's a dream come true. That's awesome. It's good to have one under your belt. Yeah, dude, thank nice. you. <laughs> I have uh, a part like that, too. Um, I, my state of mind part, I was really stoked on. And, like, I felt like I uh, worked as hard as it kind of conveyed, you know? Yeah, dude, that video part was sick, actually. Thank you. So, M- Michelle was asking, like, and I was telling her about that we were going to do this, and I showed her your state of mind part. Oh, sick. <laughs> sick. <laughs> I was like, because like, I've been doing skate education for her. Nice. And so, she, you know, she loves watching the videos now. She's like, all right, like, Let's see what he's got, you know, and, and she's watching it, and she was all stoked, so... That that's cool. sick, that's, that's fucking rad. <laughs> but yeah, um, we're working, so I'm working on something with Tim right now, and then um, also I think uh, High Water's doing, like, a new video project. Awesome. So, um, you know, doing, they film with, um, like, Standard Def, you know, they got, like, DVX, so 
all my SD footage is with them, and Tim's doing a new, like, his new HD thing, and so we're going to try and film, like, a little HD part, so that should be fun. Dude, it's good to know you have something in the works, man. Good for yeah. you, bro. Dude, thank you, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to work on two things at once, because it'll push you to, like, just have to fill out two parts, you know? Yeah, dude. Well, it's like, I work really good under pressure, and so... Like, you know, fingers crossed, knock on wood, hopefully, you know, injuries yeah. stay. <laughs> you know, because, like, that's the downside to skating mostly rails is that, like, you know, I just get hurt so much. Well, just don't skate mostly rails and switch it up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to switch it up. Yeah, I'm going to get some, like, some tranny tricks, you know, and some, like, some ledge stuff. So maybe. maybe yeah. Dude, that's sick. Yeah, I, I, I'm the same way, dude. I'm trying to do the same thing. I want to be a little more well-rounded, you know? Like, yeah. It's hard because, like, when, you get, when you're, like, used to going and getting to a certain point with rails and gaps and stuff, it's, like, addicting, you know? Like, yeah, dude. You want that war and that battle and that ride away all the time, you know? And, like, right. other shit's hard, too. Like, many tricks are so fucking hard, but I bet they're yeah. ridiculous for rewarding, you know? Like, <laughs> they're so frustrating. That's, like, that's the cool thing about rails is a lot of times it's, like, it can really fuck you up, but you can do it first try as long as you, like, just go for it, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like right. getting, trying to get your nerves out of your way so you can just do it like it's at a skate park or something. Yeah, yeah. but like a mani trick or a ledge trick, you can try that shit for fucking four hours. And <laughs> it has. It drives you mental. You're like, oh, I'm going to kill myself. Like, Same with lines, too, because, like, you know, you could get, like, three tricks in a line, but then the last one's just fucking plaguing you. And yeah. You're like, oh, or my dude, God. like, when we were at that spot with Tim and, and Brandon where, like, none of us could get our first tricks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, like, we're all trying. Like, nobody can do just, like, we're all skateboarders. We've been skating our whole lives, yet we can't do a flat ground trick in the bank, you know? Like... <laughs> Like, what am I doing? In, fear, in fairness, it was, like, slightly downhill. Yeah. <laughs> no crack. Yeah. <laughs> there, yeah, I mean, like, there was everything working against us. <laughs> <laughs> except for except for uh, Gnarly. Gnarly was chill that whole time. Oh, dude, she's sitting there. She, I, I always picture her, like, looking at everyone like, I could do way better. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, I could do so much better than that. Like, come on. Yeah. Just do it. <laughs> Sick, man. So how'd you get linked up with Highwater? How'd that come to be? Um, let's see. I think... how did that come to be? I was riding for a hoodlum for, like, a long time. I think, like, the whole entirety of filming Deb, I yeah. was riding for a hoodlum. And, you know, I it, I never really, like, hung out with the dudes on the team. They all live in Western Mass. And, like, you know, I never really felt that kind of, like, close vibe with them. And um, at some point... I was talking to, like, one of the homies that, that rides for, um, I think it was, you know that dude Hunter? Yeah. That right. So, like, I was talking to Hunter, and, and I was asking, you know, I just kind of floated the idea of, like, if they're looking for new dudes, and it was right after they came out with that dog board, the, the pool party with all the dogs. Yeah, that was sick. <laughs> and, dude, I, like, I was just like, oh, my God, like, I need to be a part of this, and so I hit them up. And, and they were just super down. Like, Brad and Ryan were just like, fuck yeah, man. Like, they had seen, like, my video part from Jem and were just super stoked. And it was just, well, I went out skating with the dudes one Saturday, and we all just, like, kind of vibed right, and that was it. You know, I, I called up, um, you know, like, John from Hoodlum and just kind of kind of laid out, like, the whole truth, and he, he totally understood. And, you know, it was... 
yeah, it was just good from there. And so I've been riding for um, high water for almost a year now, and it's it's been awesome. You know, everyone's been been super nice, and all the dudes. It's it's nice just having like a team of dudes that are all close because we get to skate together a lot more. Yeah, that was like fun going out with you guys that day, like around New Bedford, and just like skating. You guys all seemed like you got along and just knew each other skating. You know? Yeah, dude, and, and like a couple of the dudes I've I've known for like a long time. And so it just kind of worked out right, and you know now we all we all just squat up in the in the the beastmobile and and go to spots. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, the beastmobile's <laughs> sick, dude. Your thing's like a Batman truck. It's like paint black, like a uh, flat black paint. Like yeah, dude. Sick. I always I, I always wanted a flat black car for some weird reason. Nice. I just like it. Just looks. So like people always think I'm in the CIA or something. Yeah, I think you know? I think comic book almost kind of like uh, Batman style, you know, like yeah, yeah I like so. put the Batman logo on it. That'd be sick. <laughs> <laughs> Gnarly logo. It's like that um that Rob Deerdeck mobile. Yeah. Had, you ever see that where he had like the rails that came out from the sides and shit? Oh shit, no, that's funny though. <laughs> Dude, yeah, he had like a big ass SUV that was all blacked out and it had like little flat bars that came out. Like, on the sides of the car, and yeah, it was gnarly. That's awesome. <laughs> Sick. Well, I'm, I'm fucking stoked that you're um, on the East Coast, and you're, like, charging it and filming video parts, and, like, just, uh, I'm stoked, dude, because it makes me hyped to, like, want to do more stuff, and, like, I don't know, I think we have such a sick spot in, uh, like in where we are in the East Coast where we can like kind of all work together to help grow the skate scene. Like It's not oversaturated out here, and a lot of skateboarders are out here, and everybody can help each other, and we can all work together. And like I don't know, I'm hyped that we got another soldier here, dude. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, it's sick, man. I'm stoked that like we started being able to just, like skate together more often. And, and like it's, it is cool being able to try and help build it because i mean there is such a big scene here but it's still so young yeah you know and it's cool having you know shops like orchard around to really do all the the cool events and you know the video premieres and you know really like they're like a huge part here as far as like helping people like us be able to like you know do what we want and have premieres and like you know have them you know help so it's like between like the skaters and the skate shops yeah. Like Massachusetts and New England itself, the like the whole East Coast is just you know, has so much possibilities, you know, like new skate parks coming up and yeah. you know, all kinds of stuff and that's like a huge huge thing is, you know, like now we finally we got Lynch, you yeah. know, the, the 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 big thirteen, fourteen year like <laughs> fiasco. Ordeal and, too. Yeah, and now there's like new parks coming up, like constantly and it's it's really cool to see. Yeah, I just like that there's lifers here, and they're not just leaving, or they're coming back, or whatever, because, like, I, yeah. I really firmly believe that, like, we can do whatever we want, like, nowadays, it's not so centralized, like, it's, you can build a skate community anywhere nowadays, I feel, like, if people have enough ambition, and drive, and focus, and people care about it enough, you guys, we can find ways to work together, and I admire skaters that, like, start brands strive to be amateur or pro dudes that create content people that like throw all the events in the skate shops like if you if you're a skater and you take on the responsibility of opening a skate shop like that's fucking so sick and heavy you know what i mean because like you gotta learn you gotta do probably you gotta go against your nature a lot of times because dude skateboarders just want to skate and like rage (laughs) but then to like have to take on the responsibility of making a business and like figure out a way to make it work and pay your bills and like 
it's a hustle, you know, but, like, I don't know, the more of us that dedicate our lives to it and figure it out, like, things could get easier and smoother for everybody, you know? So it's, yeah, it's cool, it's, man. it's really cool, man. Like, you know, skaters can now be, like, entrepreneurs, you know, like, you know, like you got your own company, and, you know, Brad and Ryan, they started their thing, and it's, it's just, like, hard work and passion, and, you know, you can make it work and just kind of go at it man and it's yeah. it's really cool to, to see that kind of stuff flourish you know here in, yeah. in the east coast yeah it's crazy it's crazy because when coming up dude i went out to cali too and it was like strange and then uh you know the internet <laughs> yeah dude the internet it's like i almost feel bad like i wish kids now could could feel like the way about skating like when you would you know, when, like, yeah, right came out, and you'd go to the skate shop, you're all stoked, it's on repeat for, like, nine hours, uh-huh. and, you know, you just hang out there with your friends at the skate shop and, like, wait for the new videos to come out, and, you know, it's this, like, wonderful thing where, like, the only, like, you wait for the Thrasher to come in the mail, like, every month, you're like, yeah. oh my god, like, the Thrasher's coming, and I get to, like, read it and see what's happening, and, and, like, the demos, I think everything had a lot more meaning, whereas, like, video parts come out. Like, you go on Thrasher, and it's got a video part dropping every day or every other day. And yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy in that sense, because you're, like, it's oversaturation, you know? Like, it's like you got, everyone got what they wanted, you know? So, you like, you want skateboarding everywhere, so it's everywhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's cool in a way where you're, like, yeah, like, I get to go on the and see new skating every day yeah. and, it's, and so it's like a love hate you know you yeah. you love the internet but at the same time like you know companies make their guys get Instagram accounts you know and stuff like that and you gotta respect dudes like Wes Kramer that's still on the flip phone you know just, like a hashtag <laughs> yeah you know like that shit's cool you're like hell yeah man like you know he gets to live the life yeah but yeah the internet man is has been it's weird you know because I I used to love having, like, a video, like, collection, you know, you had, like, the VHS and the DVDs and all that kind of stuff, and I I love that stuff. Yeah, it's it's just, like, um, it's still just a tool at the end of the day, so it's, like, we have to control ourselves and learn how to use it and balance it out and moderate it. Like, if I'm saying, like, I don't go to the websites every day because I just want to, you know, I want to starve myself of content. And then I go on and I OD and, like, all big belly watching skate videos, like, drunk off of watching them. And, like, and then I don't watch for a long time because I'm like, all right, I've soaked in enough culture for a while now. You know, you need the negative space, too. But, um... (laughs) So you you found a good way to, like, utilize the internet, you know, as far as, like, the podcasts and, you know, it's like... It's so with the internet comes new cool ways, you know, before the internet podcast, you know, you'd be on the radio or something or like a radio frequency. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. To so me, like, to me, dude, it was like, it's just a tool to like, um, learn to play with and try to get better with and try to like use in, in useful ways and, and build up platforms that we can use in useful ways that are going to benefit our passions and our love and like. Dude, to me, I'm like, yeah, we got to share our stories. Like, all these people's lives, like, they disappeared with DVDs and magazines. I'm like, no, just put it online. Like, you're lying. Like, that's what, dude, the internet only has value because of humans, even though they try to censor us and tell us not to be ourselves and make mistakes and whatever the fuck. Like, I was on a YouTube live stream the other day, dude, and I smoked some weed, and they gave me, like, a little compliancy, like, note, like, don't smoke weed while live streaming. Yeah, and I was like... Okay, I guess we'll find another platform to do that. Like, <laughs> but That's it's like, weird. 
Okay. Yeah, but it's just like, so the only reason the internet has any, like, we humans are what matter more than internet and wires, you know? So it's like, it's a tool, though. It's like people yeah. use it for whatever, dude. I think about that all the time, you know? Like, people use fire to burn down villages. People use fire to forge steel and build up buildings, you know? So it's like, same with yeah, the internet. Yeah. Like, people yeah. go on the internet that, dude, a thing nowadays is trolling. You can't tell if people are trolling or if they're really Nazis. You know what I mean? Like, confusion, dude. People are just out there, like... Yeah. It's because it's, it's so new. People are learning how to express themselves. Think about how hard it is to grow up and learn how to figure out who you are and how to express yourself without a mirror around all the time with an audience. Like, it's hard just doing that. Then people are... Young people and old people are... It's like, we're in a crazy fucking time, for sure, Nick. <laughs> yes, we are, man. The, the world is is changing so quickly you know it's yeah. just like boom 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 all of a sudden here we are with smartphones you and i are are on our you know phone like yeah. facetiming and shit it's yeah. crazy yeah little mirrors everywhere man but i don't know i still think we can just use the shit as a tool to better better ourselves and help grow things you know as long as we still are if we're not above work and like sacrifice and like we can use the internet to like grow things together, you know. I hope Definitely. we'll see. I mean, Definitely. yeah, I know, right? Well, what? only time will tell. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. Um, I guess before we go, because I have to pee, and uh, I know you. <laughs> I know you said you had to go at six, but um, if, yeah. If people want to check out like uh, your Instagram, or are you on any social media? Yeah, so I'm uh, pretty much just on Instagram. It's just my name, Nick Cavatos. Cavatos. Uh, I like that. What is that? Yeah. It's Greek. Nice, I thought so. Yeah, so it's um, I got an Instagram account and, and stuff like that, and all my 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 past video parts are all up on YouTube. So if you just like look up my name, Nick right. Gavatsos, I'm pretty much the only Nick Gavatsos skateboarder. Right. <laughs> the name it. is so unique, like it's <laughs> nice. Like people Google me, it's just all my video parts come up. So. Yeah, yeah, that's sick. That works out perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, Nick. We'll keep killing it, man. And uh, we'll catch a session soon, I'm sure. Dude, definitely. Thank you for having me. This has been fun. Yeah, you're going to have to come back on. We'll give it a little space and then uh, it's a little space and time and then we'll do it again. Cool. Hell yeah, man. Looking forward to it. Hell yeah. That all I need, like.